With that said, let's hear Reverend Jim Bale's message from the second Sunday of Advent, December 5th, Turning Toward and Getting Ready. Welcome. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us in worship with the Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, Oak Ridge, Tennessee. I am the Reverend Jim Bales. I was privileged to be pastor here from 2006 until 2010, and I've now been appointed to return for seven months as interim pastor. It is a privilege to be with you. May God lead us forward in God's grace. May God lead us into worship. A voice cries out, in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. We light this candle as a symbol of Christ the way. May the word sent from God through the prophets lead us to the way of salvation. O come, O come, Emmanuel. The Advent Old Testament reading from Isaiah 40. Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries out, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all people shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry out. And I said, what shall I cry? All people are grass. Their constancy is like the flower of the field. The grass withers. The flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers. The flower fades. But the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God. See, the Lord God comes with might, and His arm rules for Him, and His reward is with Him, and His recompense before Him. He will feed His flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom. <coughs> the Advent New Testament reading for today, and I begin with Luke 3, verse 3. John went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins as it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, 
The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and low hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. This is the word of God for the people of God. We give thanks to God. Turning toward getting ready. Last Sunday was the first Sunday of Advent. Advent, the beginning of a new Christian year. Advent. The word meaning coming near, coming toward. Advent, beginning with an announcement, the, the announcement from the prophets that we heard from the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, comfort, comfort my people. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Go up to a high mountain, proclaim to all the cities of Judah, behold your God. The Advent announcement that something is about to happen. Someone is about to come. God. God is coming yet again into their lives, into our lives. Not only has God come in the past, but the announcement from the prophets is that God is, is yet to come. And so as Christians... We hear the announcement with faith. And we go forth with anticipation and expectation of God's advent in our lives as Christians in the Christ child, in the kingdom of God, and even in the very next moments. This day, our focus is, is upon this one John the Baptist, and obviously a rather strange but divinely important person. So important that in the chapters before Luke 3, we learn that the conception of John's mother Elizabeth and the conception of an announcement of Jesus' mother Mary, their two stories are interwoven, that this John has a place in, in the God story, in the God coming, in the Christ child, in Jesus our Lord. And so we focus on, on this John. And this John comes with, with the background of, of the prophetic announcement, not only is God coming, but prepare the way. Prepare the way of the Lord. And metaphorically, the image of the preparing the very ground and earth for the coming of the Lord. John is this one who has come to prepare the way, not only to announce God's advent, but to prepare God's people. And surely they would need to be prepared for God's coming. We know from the Old Testament that various times God had come into their very midst and they had missed God's presence. 
And God forbid that God would come in, into our lives and that for whatever reason that we would miss God's coming into our lives, into our circumstances. And surely we want to be prepared. And we know that being prepared is difficult. Being prepared for almost anything is, is difficult. It is difficult at times just to be prepared to get up and get going in the morning. Certainly during December, we find it challenging to get prepared, to get ready for all the activities of, of Christmas. But far more importantly, how is it that we are to be ready that we are to get ready for God's coming, for God's advent. St. Luke tells us, and John tells us and shows us in his life and ministry. And St. Luke yet again says, as we focus on what John was doing, that he went proclaiming a baptism, a baptism of repentance, of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And we know that John the baptizer came baptizing, the baptisms for which he is known. But we know John came calling out, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And this is the way, this is the word repentance. And this is the act to repent. Repentance, the noun, to repent, the verb, should, should have been well known to the Jews in, in John's presence. See, the Old Testament has quite a vocabulary of repentance and the act to repent. We as Christians should well know the vocabulary of, of repentance. And if, even if we don't, that does not matter. For this moment and each moment is the opportunity to hear, to learn, to respond. Repentance, both in the Old Testament Hebrew and in the New Testament Greek, the word repentance means a change, a change of mind and heart. To repent, the verb literally means to turn, to turn. Repentance or to repent is a word of motion, a word of action, of movement. Therefore, the call to repent, the call to get ready for God's advent in, in our lives, means that we cannot sit concretely where we are and as who we are. As much as we would like to, as much as we may be very satisfied with, with ourselves as who we are and may be satisfied with our lives. 
To repent means to turn, which means to move. But to repent is to, re, to turn in a specific direction and a specific way. Not just any type of movement, not just to turn in, in any directions. Our lives are filled, overfilled with movements and with motions. Specifically, to repent as Leander Keck wrote years ago in the original Disciple Bible Study videos, to repent is to turn Godward. To repent is to turn life Godward. An intentional and a willful, by the power of the Holy Spirit, of turning intentionally Godward and more a Godward. Negatively, perhaps, this means, first of all, a turning away from self or turning away with our preoccupation of self-will, self-control, the me, myself, and I. Our deep desire to, to have all things in our ways at, at all times. A radical self-will, which may be the essence of sin. To repent is a movement of the Holy Spirit to turn our hearts, our souls, our actions away from self-centeredness, away from self-preoccupation, but to turn Godward. Especially the turning of our hearts and, and our souls. Further back in, in the Gospel of Luke, when John's father, Zechariah, hears about the, the impending birth of his son John and John's God-given message and mission, John proclaims, um, John's father, Zechariah, proclaims that, that he would help prepare the people's hearts. To turn Godward is a power of the Holy Spirit, willful turning of of our souls, our, our hearts, our minds, our inward control centers, Godward. To repent is also to turn our actions in our lives, Godward. John goes on to say in Luke 3, then bear fruits, namely live the life. Bear fruits, that bears um, repentance. And God's call to repent, God's call to tune Godward is a complete call, inward, outward. Our souls, our, our actions. For some of you out there, the call may be, the need may be a very slight turning Godward. You're already so going Godward in God's direction in the paths of Jesus Christ that your call now is perhaps to make some slight shifts 
Godward. But for others of us, the call may be more radical, a more radical turning, turning Godward. And so it is, the call and the announcement is made that God is coming. And so it is that the calling is made, prepare the way of the Lord, repent, turn away from self, turn toward God, more toward God as fully Godward as Holy Spirit possible. I have always, I confess, come to this point in Advent and also coming to this point in Lent, which is another call to repentance, almost celebrating the season and this call as yet another program, yet another series of of activities. And so it is that we can turn more Godward through prayer and more prayer, through Bible study and more Bible study, through devotion and more devotion, through fellowship with one another, through Christian deeds of love, compassion, mercy, and forgiveness. And so it is, these are practical, specific ways of turning Godward. But only in the last couple of weeks, in the little over seven decades of my life this far, came this inner voice from God that the main way to turn Godward, to repent, is to love is to love. To turn toward the God who is love, whose heart and soul is love, whose every act toward us is love, whose calling to us more than anything else is love. And dear friends of Kern Memorial United Methodist Church and others, you seem to be the reason for this recent revelation and realization. A couple of weeks ago, when I was in the process of being reappointed here, Reverend Ann Robbins, our district superintendent, who was my youth director years ago at First United Methodist Church in Sevierville. But Ann Robbins said, Jim, your main mission there is, and I said, wait a second, Ann, wait a second, Ann, pen and paper, I've got to write this down, I've got to get this down. Jim, Your main mission there is to love them. Is to love them. I can do that, I responded. As imperfectly as I am, I can do that. I've already loved them. I still love them. 
I can do that. I can and will love them. And with that realization and willful heart commitment, I have found I'm not in the same place I was a couple of weeks ago. Hopefully even a GPS would say that I've shifted a little, a little more Godward, maybe a little more ready for the coming of God. I can do that, and so can you. And so have you. By the grace of God, so will you. The announcement has been made. Something is about to happen. Someone is about to come. God. God is coming yet again into our very lives. In the Christ child. In the kingdom of God. Even in the very next moment. And we hear, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Repent, turn, turn Godward. Love. Love. We can do that. We will do that. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this time of worship. May we go forth rejoicing in anticipation and expectation for God's advent, for God's renewed coming in our lives. May we go forth in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.